Yeah, and uh, Cappy's here, and uh, Clinton Yates, Big CY, both here. They're going to take care of afternoons today, and uh, this is where we mix it all up. Love boat. The uh, love boat. Cappy, any other notes about today's yeah, show? What, what uh, yeah, notes so, you feedback. Cap. Feedback. So, um, so here, I, I want to know this from you guys mm-hmm. because I'm very curious. Tell me, I want a review. I know you've talked about it earlier, mm-hmm. but... Clinton, I don't know if you've heard it. No, reset rev- for the 4 o'clock hour. Yeah, reset for, sure. for the Thank 4 you. o'clock hour. Yeah. Just just coming up, yep. I want a review of Top Gun Maverick. Okay. It's excellent. Um, Clinton, you'll be happy to know more minority representation okay. in this one. That's good. Um, <laughs> good start. I, I would say, uh, you know how you, you find a player every once in a while, Cap, that has no weaknesses? This movie mm-hmm. has no weaknesses. Oh, wow. It's a solid nine and maybe after a couple of cocktails, it's flirting with a 10. Okay, so let me get my follow-up in here, which is that, number one, how's the soundtrack? That's very important. Did you? Was there any sort of moments? Old school in the beginning. Yeah. They kind of go back to the yep. original. And then uh, a Lady Gaga number at the end. Uh, not The soundtrack doesn't steal the movie, does not hurt it. All no. Right. Yeah, there's just the Lady Gaga sound at the end. I, yeah. I don't know what else music there was. Well, but they, the music, I, it was great. Uh, it was but yeah, because John, you're saying you're you're saying nine, but Steve Mason, I heard say earlier today in my notes that it may be the greatest sequel of all time. I think it's, it's in the it's, it's in the conversation. right there. It's number two to The Godfather of movies. Oh, really? With, I thought of movies with just one. I mean, yeah, movies just you, one you know, a Star Wars product came out. Yeah, I, I'm putting you're Star putting Wars it in a different, a different category, category, different galaxy. Marvel. If you will. I'm not going to go okay, Endgame sure, sure, for Marvel, but in terms of well, sequels, I'll, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Godfather 2, I mean, that's hard to... Yeah, you can't beat Godfather You can't beat that. Two. It's yeah. not beautiful. Even You're though I'm a, I like Godfather 1 I would, better I would than compare Godfather it. 2. I like this these series of movies, but I would compare it to the Lethal Weapon sequels. Oh. Remember, those are all really good. This Getting is a little like, too old for this S. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let me ask you this, though, and this mm-hmm. is something I know Cap and I both care about. <laughs> yep. What was the experience like? How would you pull up? How were the people there? How was the function? All right. Did yeah. anybody yeah, get yeah, mad at anybody good. else? Yeah. Well, no, was no, it packed? The most talked about thing is that Mason literally could not wait to get out of there. True, true. I... But like the, literally the yep. the first credit rolls and Mason's up and he's gone. He did not directed say, by Joseph Kazansky. See you guys. <laughs> he did and he did not say a word before he left. To I'm sure either said, Jorge or Bergman. Well, they went to the can. I okay. can't control. So that. if there was but a post credit scene, you would have just missed it. But yeah, I took I didn't everybody to, one, yeah. to dinner at Katsuya. Mason was invited. I go, hey, I'm taking a break. Katsuya, you want to go? He goes, gotta go. Wow. And he did. He was moving. Oh, Jetted yeah. out of there. Okay. Yeah. That is because it That's has been proven there. time and time know. again that Steve Mason is a very different man off the air. What do you mean? He is on the air. Yeah, we were I'm talking the about same that guy earlier. All the time. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure I'm no, that's that. not true. What? You're more reserved off the air. And I thought originally, Mason's saying this is not the case, but I think that it, Jorge and I both felt since he missed 420. Seven twenty became uh, seven twenty. So I did make it. I did make seven twenty. I did make seven twenty. What did yeah. you guys? Where'd you guys sit? Uh, sat in the first row. First row, second level. Second level. Yeah, smart man. Yeah. So, yeah. so you can put your feet, feet up, up on the handicap bar. Yeah, love that Perfect setup. Seat. Yeah, love Perfect that setup. Little... Cappy, you really think I'm different on the air than I am off the air? <laughs> well, I think that everybody is saying that you're, you know, you're much more quiet, much more reserved. Just because I bailed on these guys doesn't mean I'm a different and, person and on the air. I'm and just let me give like, Mason, I'm done. Let me give Mason a little credit because he's done this before and he's actually quite good at it. The Ireland exit? <laughs> yeah, the Irish exit. <laughs> Love he can that. He can ghost out of a function pretty much better than me, and you'll just look around. Necessary skill. You're, look, you're looking around going, hey, where's Mason? 
and I'll just say, I think he left. Yeah. And then I'll realize, I'll see him the next day. I go, hey, when did you leave? He goes, as soon as it ended, I was gone. I go, man, I, t- I stick around and talk to people for 20, 30 minutes. Wait, were there fans gone. there? No. Matter of oh, fact, you mean here other to, events. This was one thing that surprised me. Mace wasn't as surprised as me, but 4 o'clock, day of the preview, huge reviews for this movie. Mostly empty theater. Really? Uh, well, maybe 25 people in there. That doesn't super surprise me if we were da- you guys were downtown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Downtown, 4 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock day. It's probably going to be a bigger show. People have already seen it who care about seeing it on Thursday or whatever. They're going to their locals. You know what I mean? I, I can understand that, but you just dipped out. Mm-hmm. Quick. You were just gone. Yeah, very. Yeah, I saw, I, and, I mean, what do I need? I, I mean, I saw I the movie. Saw, I ate my popcorn. I was, I brought my sprinkles. You oh, yeah. Know, I brought yeah. So, yeah. Popcorn did you hear me talking about that, Cap? Mason made a very baller move last night. What do you do? So we're leaving the show, <laughs> and I say, I've got all the tickets. So I said, all right, I'm going to text you guys your tickets because my wife's waiting over there, and, and I'll meet you in the seats. Mason goes, I think I might have a popcorn salt in my car. And, he, and I went, really? He goes, yeah, I'm going to go check. So he walks in with a big jar of popcorn, sure enough, out of his hoodie, pulls his favorite, like, topping. White cheddar. And What uh, size are we talking about here? You've got a home, like a it's hand like, one? It's like a hand one. It's He's about d- But, tall. Clinton, to me, that's like Michael bringing the ketchup into the steakhouse. It's kind of a it's baller a move. Yeah. Yeah. A baller no, move. I love yeah. that white cheddar. Are stuff. you yeah. bringing it around? Let me ask you this. Are you normally using it at theaters? Or I bring you- it to movie theaters all the time. So wow. you don't use it elsewhere? You I don't, don't go to use- Mickey D's and throw it on the fries no, or whatever? No, I, I okay. do not. Although that's not a bad idea. Carry like a <laughs> bottle of. Do you carry a bottle of Chick Fil A sauce everywhere you go? No, he's not. Mason's not a big Chick Fil A guy. I'm not a Chick Fil A guy. Okay. No, I am. No, they got a thing with I the gays. I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, but I, I, I thought that was. I was very impressed that, that he impressive. like had his his own yeah. his own topping with him. Yeah, yeah. But what do you think he did when he went to his car to get the uh, to get the salt? What do you think I did? No, I think no, he waited until th- he got Cappy, home. Cappy, no. No, Hold not on, the case. No. Hold on, not the case. Because if I may, I would. That's a great time to pop away. No, right. but I'm, now, I'm okay. driving. I'm now you got. Now wait, you took me around to go. I want to publicly, though. publicly thank Clinton Yates <laughs> okay. because today he brought me two different kinds yeah. of edibles this that he great. thinks might solve my sleep issues. Nice. Paid off that bet because you asked what can I do, and I said I'm going to bring something in. I brought him what I would call more of sort of the. Uh, the candy variety, and also more sort of the... Okay, the is way... Is this an indica strain? Yeah. Okay, okay, so the way you described them was, this is what my girlfriend takes, and this is what I take. Sure. Which one is more candy? You're... The candy one is the one in the smaller tin. Okay, the one your girlfriend The one takes. in the tin. Yeah. yeah. The one in the bag is more of the... That's one you're familiar with. And then how much THC per dose? I don't know these kind of things, bro. I just five milligrams, the... 10 <laughs> milligrams? I want to know exactly. I just look at the bags. He was very clear. I just look at the bags, and I just... He was very clear. That I should send, only take one. Before we yeah. send you down a, a It is road. very yeah, nice of you, is, Clinton. You're acting like I bought these okay. off of a truck. The no, Clinton, Clinton, this is very takes. nice of you. Thank very you, nice. Very yeah. nice. Thank and you, you may get me off Ambien, which I would thank you I'm for I'm just forever. saying, I'd rather you be doing that than be dealing with the Ambien. Right, Mace, just, here's the one. Here's I don't the like other how one. that works. The one that oh, he I said, have this yes. one. Yes. That's the one that's more candy. Yes. The Caminos are delicious. Exactly. Now, John Ireland, now look at your phone, because while Clinton was getting you his favorite brand 
And his suggestion, I got you okay. my suggestion, which I will bring so, to you next week. All right, but you know that you and Clinton take the same brand. Now, is this is this oh, really? one is this one different though? It's in a no. Tin. That's just a different flavor. Those, okay. but those, you know what those are? Those are sort of more of an actual candy. Candy. I believe. Sour yeah, watermelon yeah. cap oh, sounds so good. Excellent. Those are like so good. Like they take are, that one yeah, take that and just take one. The verb. Yeah. Okay. I think the actual. Why is it? You is, think this one's too potent for me? The opposite. Is, Okay. Yeah, see, thank this, you. We, we yeah. agree. This yeah. one has totally a little more pop. Agree. A little more pop. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I was not coming in Just looking at THA. I want you to take two of these, though, John. I'm just saying. I want you to be properly dosed. Take two of these. Ten milligrams tonight. Two will not happen. One tonight. But I will say anything natural that I've ever tried. Yeah. Like melatonin. This is from the earth. Double. Hasn't worked. I need that hard stuff. So this will be a good experiment. Yeah, you'll figure something out. Take some notes, just like Cappy does. You know what I mean? Figure out what, what goes on because <laughs> yeah. you don't want to be in a You will situation. get an update from me over the weekend at Solid. some point. Solid. Solid. And, um, hey, and hey, thank hey, you for thinking, man. I'm seriously yeah, very nice. Yeah, I no, knew. I was nice. like, I'm coming in today. It's Friday, my favorite day of the week. So I said, let me bring some goods. Yeah. Hey, fellas, can I um, just ask one more question related to the Top Gun yes, film yesterday? Please, please. Did you guys have a chance to meet Bergman's lady friend, yeah, Dottie? Yeah, Dottie. Very, oh, Cap, fantastic girl. It, Cap, you were, he- yeah. you were dead on. I well, was not familiar. This was part of the equation. Yeah. Okay, so here's who attended. Okay. Jorge. One. Okay. Bergman. Two. Mason. Three. Me, my four, wife, Lisa, five, and Dot, the six. girl Bergman said. So you guys had, you guys had a, a starting five plus a six person of the year. Yeah. yeah. All right. True. And then five of the six of us went to dinner at Katsuya afterwards. <laughs> Mace got out of there within 10 seconds. I couldn't, st- I couldn't Shame. stay. Yeah. I That's think too I, bad. I, yeah. I'm, full, I'm worried about mercury in full my Caruso. <laughs> Full Caruso. Full <laughs> Caruso. Tuna. Tuna. You have to be careful with the mercury. <laughs> That's why I did it. That's very good. That's good. So, Ireland, yeah. your Wikipedia page, I just found out, has you at 68 years old. Excellent. So it's <laughs> 10 years off. It says I was born in 53 instead of 60. Yeah. Yeah. Does it also say that he's also mistaken uh, for for Jim Hill? Does that no? Does he say that? That's, that's okay. an unbelievable story, but it's true. Let uh, me ask you a question: Who's a better listener of your show than me? Who loves Mason in Ireland more than me? Oh, I would say I was. Oh, hey! oh! Look who's Perfect here! Timing. I mean, I used. I, when Mason and Ireland were on TV, only me and Mason's mom would watch. <laughs> That's very true. It's very true. It's very true. My mom loved took, that when show. When they took us off TV, I don't think anyone noticed. I, only me and Mason's mom. Yep, yeah. Exactly. Bur- uh, so what are you doing, Sedano? Are you here I, or not yeah, here? Or what's going I just, on? I just got back from the airport. Yeah. So does that mean it's a three-person show today? Three-man weave? You, you yeah. can't yeah. see why no, out or what happens? No. I can go home. I've been here all day. No way, man. No way, man. We got you Three-man weaves are fun. Hey, Sedano. We do them with Momo. So I come home last night from the Top Gun screening, and I immediately put on the NBA basketball, and it's a blowout again. And I'm like, when are there going to be games that are competitive at the end? Uh, maybe the next round. That's got one more shot. Yeah. Maybe Tonight, you think it's a blowout, too? Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, listen, Jimmy Butler's on one leg. Kyle Lowry's on one leg. No Tyler Hero. Yeah. Okay, so, 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 so George, out, out. yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. They'd say he's probably not going to play. George, okay. I'm curious. No, about he's out, out. He's out, out. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, wow. Um, George, if you came to me right now and said mm-hmm. it's Boston, Golden State in the yeah. final, yeah, I would pick Golden State, but I wouldn't feel great about it. I, I agree. I think it's really close. Yeah. Yes. You'd, you'd I, be the same way? I, I would agree with that. Although, I will say this. I thought it was so cool yesterday. I sent Michael some a bunch of pictures of Clay. We actually um, played your conversation yeah, I, I with thought, Clay. I thought Clay might cry when he was talking to you. Yeah, he was, well, close. Nice. He was, was close. He was tearing up. 
he definitely mm. teared up um, when when he when I asked him about like what what is this like now after everything you've been through you know and he was I mean both both the first two questions he near he teared up like his eyes were red and bloodshot and he was very very emotional um, and I so I sent Michael a bunch of pictures and you know I gave Clay a little bro hug after it was over like I was really happy for him like as look. I, the Warriors are a really good franchise, clearly, based on what they've done over the last, you know, eight years or so. But I, I just think as a human story, I thought it, him specifically having that game yesterday to clinch it and seal it, I thought was awesome. Right. I always love stories of people that hit rock bottom and then get back up. Yeah. Like, I'm a big Sinatra guy. I've read every book about him. He actually tried to kill himself. He went into a an apartment and turned on the gas and shut all the yep. windows and was going to try and, and basically die. Ava Gardner, over Ava Gardner, Ava Gardner yeah. had broken up with him. He couldn't get a, he, he was losing his voice, so he couldn't get a record deal. He had auditioned for a couple of couldn't movies, get movies, couldn't get them till the mob actually uh, went to that <laughs> studio exact. I was going to leave say, that part out. Like Johnny Fantine, yeah. yeah, act like a man. Uh, but so. I, George, you had the exact number of how many days he'd miss. I think it was over 941. Eight. Yeah, wow. 900. So there had to be days where, where Clay thought, I can't believe this is how this ends. Yeah. I've had this magic carpet ride, and my career is probably over. And now he's back. In, and this is the emotion that came out when he was talking to you, George. I'm back in the finals with my boys, with these guys who've been to six finals in eight years. Yeah. And we have another bite at the apple and that's why i would pick golden state i think they realize that there's a famous clip that uh, the nba has where tim duncan and the spurs knocked out lebron when lebron was young yeah swept him and lebron came back into the hallway where duncan was and goes hey congratulations man and duncan looked at him and goes hey Thanks for letting us get right. this one because the league is yours I'm now. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and so that's why I would lean Golden State, George. I yeah. think they're, oh, they're going yeah. to realize this may be their last dance. Well, but and, the and, Celtics are so good defensively that they could win. And, and the reality is on our show, the theme for the last two weeks has been bleed Boston. You know yeah. what I mean? Right. So, like, wow. you know, you, just on that alone, you got to root for the Warriors. So, uh, last thing. We said, I, we said Top Gun, Maverick. Maybe the second best sequel of all time. I've Behind Coming some, to America? So I was oh, told please. I was told wow, that the Scott. Top Gun sequel was better than the original. Uh, that is a good That's question. That's a good question. I would agree with that, actually. I actually would, too. The I'll technology the has come that. a long way. You actually Clinton have to go back and watch the, the original first. Right, well, yeah, yeah, Clinton. Clinton, Clinton you're going to have to do what I, you don't want to do. I, watch no, no, the no. original. I didn't say I didn't want to watch the original. I said I'm watching the second one first. That's what I said. Jorge did that. Why are you watching the second one before you watch the first because one? Why not watch the first one before the second one? No, it's a, you know, no, the no, second one me. will mean more if you watch the first one first because there are echoes of the original yeah, one. Yeah, but you don't know whether or not in this particular case, me seeing the second one, I can tell you independently as independent counsel. Mm -hmm. If the second movie's just better, second movie's just better. I'll mm -hmm. probably get the references, but, you know, that's why I'm going to make that So these up. are the suggestions that came in for best sequel. All right. Uh, Godfather 2. Yeah, inarguable. Top, top one. Yeah, Terminator Two. Pretty yeah. good. Was Very good. Great. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, Dark Knight is a sequel to Batman Begins. Uh, I, I'm going to. I think that those are two different movies. Movie category. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's not going to. Aliens, work. plural. Aliens, good. It's great. And Toy Story Two. 
Toy Story 2 is very good. Very, very good. Toy Story uh, 3 made me ball. No Teenage Toy Mutant Ninja Story Turtles. Toy Ooze, that's a problem. Yeah, Toy Story 3 is absolutely a tearjerker. Oh, There's my no God. I cried like crazy. Me, at too. At Toy Story. <laughs> oh, my God. It's <laughs> no crazy. Home Alone? Wait a second. Are you, you're laughing because have you seen Toy Story 3? I don't think so. I think uh, I stopped it, too. Uh, no. yeah. If you don't cry, you've got a heart of stone. Yeah. Wow. You do. It's Agreed. There, it's, it's, up, it's up there with the Lego movie in it terms really of like movies that you're just not going to not cry. Hey, guys, I would love to hang out all day. Mason's got a ghost. Eight minutes. Eight minutes. <laughs> but I'm going to disappear right now. Uh, we're back Tuesday. Everybody yeah. have a great oh, Mace. Uh, Memorial Day weekend. What? Could you imagine, though, like what? if you would have been like where where I was, where I was in San Francisco, where, you know, 420 all day, oh, and then you had to right. go to Texas where there's no 420? No 420. You know? Yeah, that's right. That's a tough adjustment. There's plenty. Yeah. There's 420 in Iowa's house tonight. Yeah, you, you just, yeah. There is. Wow. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't partake in contraband, okay? That's, that's I, not, I, it's I, not I, contraband. I, it's from Clinton. It's from Clinton. Right. It's not contraband. <laughs> it's a gift. bought it across the street. It's a gift. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're back Tuesday at 1 o'clock. Hey, coming up next for you is a uh, big edition of Shidano and Shidano. Cap. Because uh, the big CY, Clinton Yates, is here. Uh, we'll see you all Tuesday, 710 ESPN. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a trio, guys. Yes. Yes. That must have made you so happy. My God, I'm so happy right now. Oh, my God, such a burst of energy. That's great. That's great. Well, Georgie this is boy, be a, a sprint because I'm completely hungover. From oh that. my god, dude, <laughs> you made it, man! Yeah, we had, uh, we had. So let me tell you about like this this post game setup that yeah. we had. Yesterday. Travel stories in the scramble must hear. Yep. Yeah. So post game setup yesterday. Now look, you, you, as a crew, you're like series is over. We need to celebrate. Okay. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter who wins. <laughs> we're going home. Okay. Mm-hmm. So because we're going home, we're going. We're gonna go big tonight. So we went to this Italian place, of course, because PJ Carlosuma knows every Italian restaurant in the world, and they all stay open late for him. Early name so, drop, but okay. No, but that's that's the deal. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, NBA, it's true. PJ it's on the true. road is a godlike figure. It yes, is true. Yes, he is. He, there are. St- I mean, somebody actually wrote a story about like him and Pop and those guys doing the late night dinners and the crazy bottles of wine and right. all that stuff. I don't remember who wrote the story, but somebody did write the story a couple years ago. So we go to this place called Pazia, and, uh, and of course, the owner is Italian-Italian, okay? Not like I'm like, uh, you know, second generation. No, no. He is from Tuscany, okay? Uh, and his name is Massimo. Of course his name is Massimo. <laughs> nice. And he's, got long, and he's got long gray hair. Ah, gracias. Like, he looks like an Italian uh, god, you know what I mean? Like he's got the beard. He's got, you know... Uh, a, uh, a button-down shirt, black button-down shirt that's open, a couple of buttons open. Right. Um, the ja- gray jacket, some jeans. Like, this man loves his restaurant. Okay? You have painted no a question. beautiful picture. Keep going. Okay. So Massimo's there. And he's, hey, guys, a big hug. Everybody gets a hug. Okay? A calissimo, a bellissima. Si. And, uh, you know, so we're there. It's the second time on the trip we've been to Pazia. And um, there are these guys there. And they, they know PJ. One guy works for the MGM. His name was Larry. That's all I remember. All right. Um He works for MGM, and he's, his name <laughs> La- is Larry. Larry from MGM. He's After in my Massimo, phone. Larry Lawrence. of MGM. Yeah. yeah, Larry of MGM. And then there's a guy named Sean who owns the Ritz-Carlton both 
in no four seasons in Miami, Ritz Carlton in Boston, and I think he said the St. Regis in uh, in San Francisco. What a life. good guy to know. What Very good guy to know. And Have so his phone these, number. <laughs> these guys come join us um, as we're eating. They were eating at another table. They come because of PJ. They introduce everyone. We all start chatting. Blah blah blah. So. Um, the hotel magnet orders. We had already had two <laughs> bottles of wine. Okay, hotel magnet comes by and orders. Tells Massimo, Massimo, get me. Uh, hold on, I took a picture of it, so I want to make sure. Right, I he says, get, get me the nineteen oh nine whatever. He, he, he's getting of, something fancy. That's right, all we of, know. Out of the it's slot a 20, that... 2012, 2012 yeah, called okay. Masetto, Masetto Toscana. Okay, and you know, so Massimo's coming out. He's like, guys, this is the best wine in the world. Is from Tuscany. Is the best Italian wine you'll ever have. And I'm like, okay, let's give it. It's a Merlot, by the way. I'm not a Merlot drinker normally. Sure. But I'm like, all right. I mean, if you say it's the best Italian wine in the world, I'll give it a shot. So I do drink it. It is delicious. And then I decide to Google what the 2012 cost of said wine was. Yeah, which Probably I was some... about to do. I wanted are we to play. Are we going to play the prices right on this? Or I mean, if you doing? want to, okay, yeah. let's do that. All, all right. right. I, I will. I, I will just make this easy for you and say. Under a thousand dollars for okay. the bottle. Of okay, wine. all right. Okay. So Kaplan, you're now, granted, it. that's the that's the retail price. I don't know what the price was at the restaurant, but I'm oh, talking yeah. about the retail price. Sure. Okay. Right. So, um, so 2012 okay. Tuscany Merlot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to say I'm going to just based on hotel magnet. He doesn't want to embarrass himself to Massimo. He's trying to show off to PJ. I'm going eight hundred dollars. Uh, I'm going to okay. go five hundred dollars. Okay. Uh, Cap was closer, but he's over. Oh, okay. no. Um, All right. It, it is. It depends on where you get it, um, but it, it ranges between, like, $700 and $850. Jeez. Whoa, nice wine. Nice it bottle. was delicious, by the way. Right. Okay, so then we're all good. Dinner's over. Hey, guys, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. Heading, walk back to the hotel. Okay, so we walk back to the hotel, and then I realize my NBA people, as in, like, the league people, like, hey, we're at this bar, which was – in the other direction that I was in the complete opposite direction where I was walking. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to change real quick some jeans and head out. I'll meet you for a drink. The lesser so then, than Sedano's Scott are, are at the slumming it bar. Right. They're These not are, with the, they're not with the mob bosses in the nice Italian restaurant. No, so George no. has to change clothes to make sure that he fits in. But, but like, remember he's going out with people. Now these are people in the league. These are his people. These are NBA people that right. are in the league. Correct. So they're yeah. NBA employees. Right. So then they're like, hey, meet us at some bar. I think it was called the Woodbury or whatever. So which is, you know, a very casual bar, whatever we go there. They're having the, literally this. The one thing about San Francisco, people say L.A. closes early. San Francisco closes way too early. Hmm. What time was um, this? We talking here. I mean, this True. was almost midnight. Mm-hmm. And my my buddy from the NBA is like, yo, it's last call here. I'm like, already? And, you just and he's like, up. yeah, what yeah. do you want? So I'm like, all right, get me a Glenn Levitt 12 on the rocks. I want something light. Um, so, <laughs> Glenn Levitt 12 on the rocks, huh? Yeah, that's light. That's, that's light scotch. Light. That's very it's light. light scotch. Yeah. Okay. It's not right. like heavy all right. scotch. All right. So we go, and we go to the Woodbury. We're hanging out. We're having a good time. We're talking about the game and the series and the league and blah, blah, blah. blah. So then they're literally kicking us out of this place. And we asked the waitress, where can we go? Um, it's so early. And she's like, well, there's this two, two places, a place called Tenet and a place called Peacekeeper. And I'm like, well, what's Tenet? They're like, well, that's like a nightclub. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not doing that. <laughs> so they're like, the place called Peacekeeper, that one's open till 1. And I'm like, all right, cool. So we jump in an Uber and we go to Peacekeeper, have another drink. This time, no Glenn Levitt. They didn't have any. So I had to go Mac 12 on that one. All right. Um, so I am now dinner, 
three bottles of wine and two scotches in. A couple fingers deep, as they yeah. say. So <laughs> it was a long so when I tell you that I woke up hungover this morning, there's a yeah. reason I woke up wow. hungover this morning. Nice, George. Nice. Yeah. That's that's a serious level of consumption for on the road post game energy moving. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, because there's like, not a lot of time. That right. was literally a three hour window. Wow. Yeah. But you know, it's one of those things where the series ends You've been schlepping back and forth city to city. You've been living out of a suitcase, living in hotels. It's finally over. I'm going home. I'm off the road. And I'm ready to finally party. Oh. And so I can understand where last night kind of went the way it went. Absolutely. To the peacekeeper or you whatever gotta get, it was You got to keep morale up, Scott. You know what I'm saying? And at that point, you're like, forget it. We got this done. Getting banged up, getting out of here. I'm, I am impressed that after all of that, George, you made it back to the homestead in time to, to join us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, the only flight I could get, um, and honestly, it worked out really well because I was hungover, uh, was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. So I was <laughs> like, had I tried to do an 8 a.m., <laughs> uh, uh, like when with all that that transpired, it would have been a rough hour flight, I'm guessing. Oh, um, so, okay, so you were hungover. Now, do you have any sort of thing you do for a hangover? I mean, I just drink Gatorade. Okay, Gator juice. See, Some people go Pedialyte. Yeah. You know what freaks me out, though? next door and get some Gatorade Zero. Yeah. Okay, because nice. what freaks me out are the people who do this. You ready? Oh, I'm so hungover. I need they a Bloody not... Mary. Oh, I'm no, like, not Bloody, bloody Mary. Bloody Mary. Like, oh, 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 hair of the dog. I need a yeah. beer. I'm like, you mean to tell me after as wasted as you were last night and as hungover as you are today, no, your bloody answer Marys is drink terrible. more? Yeah, Awful. The, the two separate discussions. Bloody Marys are not good. No. Period. Never mind no. for hangovers. But number two, there is something to the hair of the dog, particularly if... And Sedano knows this well. If you're at an airport and you're hungover and you've got to find a way to kill some time, bro, you're not just sitting there drinking coffee trying to sober up so you can sit in an airport. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes get another one of those movements so you can just kind of pass on out once you get onto that plane. I understand that for sure. Yeah, I can't drink the next day like that. Do you want to know another cool thing that happened while I was, uh, while I was traveling? And I forgot to mention this to you when I was talking to you guys because it was so quick. Was I sat next to Charles Barkley's... Um, security guy on one phone oh man what an amazing conversation that was wow charles barkley's personal security guy yes he's like, been with him since he was playing with the houston rockets how big a guy is he he's a pretty big dude he's an older gentleman um okay but former law enforcement sure um big dude really nice guy but I could see why you wouldn't want to screw with him <laughs> is he like close to barkley like at all times like within two to three feet well, not in this. Obviously, Charles wasn't on this flight um, mm-hmm. because Charles wanted to leave at six a.m. and and um, his security guy, I, I won't say his name, um, was like, "Hell no, I'm not waking up." That early. <laughs> you're on your own, Chuck. I've known you too long for this nonsense, yeah. right? Right. And, and he's like, he's like, okay, yeah, you're good. And uh, so, yeah, but yes, he's been with Charles for God, twenty something years. I didn't even know Barkley had a security guy. Oh, well, I'm Shaq sorry. does too. Uncle Jerome. Did you not watch forever. the broadcast the other night? <laughs> Chuck was almost throwing fastballs into the crowd. I did that. see that, but I didn't. I didn't know you had a security guy. Seriously, yeah. So him and Shaq were the first two guys to be like personal security people. Wow. Mm. Yeah, Uncle Jerome. Um, some people in Lakerland may know that name. Um, yeah, Uncle Jerome was uh, is uh, still around. Still Shaq's security guy. Nice. That's kind of funny though, because you know Jerry Jones has a security guy, and he's like this tiny little guy. 
And I'm like, wait a second, this is your security guy? I mean, I feel like I could take this guy, even oh, though I'm yeah, not tough. Oh, yeah, but just because a guy's a tiny little guy doesn't mean he can't whoop your ass. I'm it's- not saying he wouldn't. Listen, like I said, I'm not tough, but I just look at him and I go, really? This is your security guy? But you're saying I, Chuck's security I guy mean, looks like a tough guy. When, when you watch, like, the UFC, you know what I mean? Like, there's some flyweights that will just, I mean, you don't think those guys will kill you? Of course they'll kill me. But what I'm yeah. saying is, is that I'm looking at this guy and he's, like, 65 years old and he's short and he's 30 pounds overweight and he just doesn't look like... Like Macho, and, but he's he's Jerry Jones's personal security guy. So Chuck's personal security guy, does he look like much? I mean, he's an older gentleman probably at this stage, but I wouldn't screw with him, no. Yeah, and I yeah. think, Scott, you're, mis- you're, mis- you're misunderstanding the level of security guys for some people. Like, you got to like the person who's going to be your body man. Your body yeah. man is not necessarily your full security detail. And right. I think that's probably what Jerry Jones is Oh, okay, so there. body man different. Body man is the person who's with you at all times. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Gotcha. The security detail is a little larger. Okay, so, uh, like, a great story that he told me, which I can tell because it's, like, very PG, uh, was, like, you know, back in the day, right? Like, when he used to, when Charles and Michael and... Um, Getting after and, it. And, and, uh, and, like, even Tiger, right? Like, they, he's like, who do you think is the toughest to um, be, do security for? And I said, well, I'm guessing it's Chuck. And he's like, of course it is. He goes, because the other two, they're not leaving the VIP. They're staying right there behind that velvet rope. Whereas Charles wants to buy everybody in the house a drink yeah. Yeah. and be their buddy. And I've take seen pictures. that happen more yep. than one time. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's I do, great. too. That's cool, man. Right, listen, I'll tell you what, George. Uh, we should actually play this. But one of the things I loved is you went very Barbara Walters, meaning, you know, Clay Thompson, you're hitting him right away with emotion. And he's on the verge of breaking down. But the truth of the matter is, as a viewer, or as I was last night, I was actually listening to this on the radio, um, it is an emotional thing because Clay is, and his performance last night was the story, I think. I mean, the fact that he's come back after all this time. Yeah, I agree. And so I, I, I think we should play it. Okay, well, we could do that on the other side. We have to break, so let's do that. We'll break. We'll be back in dos minutos. So today would have been uh, Lisa Left Eye Lopez's birthday today. Yeah, the late great. Yeah. Forever linked to the sports world for uh, Andre Bad Moon Rising. Correct. Yes. Andre Rising. Yes, she very said, oh, good. You got a problem? How about I burn your house down? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Yeah. On the uh, show back then? Right. I don't think she's making a threat. I think she's for real. Yeah. yeah. She's no, going to do was, it. That was wild. So. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. story still resonates today like people know that that is like one of the like wildest uh athlete stories ever like still doesn't sound real you know right but very very much was very much very much was yes i don't think there's any doubt um can we talk before i know you wanted to play the clay thompson interview but can we talk um about because i think uh laura Lindsay just sent laura uh an updated version of the clay interview but um, can we talk about Keyshawn getting crossed up by Jay Williams? <laughs> I would okay. love to talk okay. about this. Because <laughs> I saw this yesterday. Yeah. We started and, talking about it a little bit, Clinton and I, yesterday. We got, let's we touched let's on jump it. into it. Go yeah. ahead, George. I want to hear what you think. I saw this yesterday, and I was like, that can't be real. Like, he had to Thank have faked you. that. Like, that could, not, that could not have been legitimately the way he tried, like, the way he defended that and tripped over himself and fell. Because if this were inside the NBA – um, if I were ESPN, I would have done what, what TNT does all the time, which is literally play this thing in a loop and like Keyshawn falling in like all sorts of different backdrops like, backgrounds and, yeah. and backdrops. Yes. I, because that was one of the funniest things 
I had seen all of yesterday. I woke up, and that's the first thing I saw when I opened Twitter, and I, I howled with laughter. So the first I, thing I thought, George, excuse me, Kaplan, I just ahead, want to review ahead. because I know you're going to get to I thought this was kind of unfair. I was like, they didn't warm up. They just walked out there and rolled out the cameras. Yeah. He got put in a bad spot. I'm yeah. like, my man's on his home court, ready to go. Actual NBA player, I'm just glad Key didn't get hurt. Like, for yeah. real, for real, you know, yeah. Scott? I'm totally disagreeing with both of you guys. I'm sure you're not shocked by this, but I feel this way. Look, Jay Williams was going to be a great NBA basketball player. It didn't happen for him because of his injuries and, and motorcycle accident, whatever. Keyshawn was the number one overall pick and was a great NFL player. Athlete for athlete, I got to figure that Keyshawn played basketball somewhere. He looked unathletic. And I'm surprised because I feel like a lot of uh, big-time wide receivers would say, I played high school basketball, you put me on the floor with Jay Williams, I don't think you're going to see that much of a difference. I was pretty disappointed in Keyshawn's performance. Jay Will went to Duke. He was went to USC. first-round pick. He was the first overall He was the bas- number two pick in the draft. And the I National understand. Basketball Association. I got, I got it. I know Key's an athletic guy, but just because you played high school ball in L.A. doesn't mean you can ball well, with people. Well, I don't even know if he and, did. And, and, and here's I'm the, saying, even if so, in terms of the level you're referring to, like, Jay Will's going to be tough to guard in that little two-on-two, George. And, and here, here's the thing. The other part of the equation is this. Key, um, he's just not in the type of shape he wants. That is absolutely so, accurate. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, there's that. That's true. true. Well, that's what I'm getting at. So, like, yeah. he's he's not working out. We had this conversation with Key in studio a few weeks ago. He's not working out the way he used to. No, he definitely, I asked him if he could do a toe touch it still, and he said no. Right. Wow. He, he definitely looked like he wasn't bending his knees. He didn't have his hands up. I mean, he definitely did not look like he was in a good defensive position. No. And as no. a result, because he was standing straight up, that's why he got crossed over and went down. I, I'm telling you guys, athletically, I was disappointed. But he's not going to hear this and go, what do you mean you were disappointed? He's disappointed, too. I don't know. He fell and he stayed down. Smart move, number one. <laughs> yes. Oh, no doubt. And number two, yes. when approached with the, oh, you just got, got camera in your face, he just looked and said, damn. He didn't yeah. try to. Yeah. He, well, he that, wore that's, it. That's you know? the only answer yeah. you can have. <laughs> exactly. He didn't try to play it off. Hey, hey guys, it. by the way, uh, Jay Will missed the shot. He had Keyshawn on the ground and he threw up a brick. That's fine. That's fine. This is this is internet basketball culture these days. Gotcha. A crossover right. is a bigger deal than completing the play. But separately, George, I mean, yeah. this is going to be a non-contest for me. I think that they were throwing a little smoke screen as well to Barton, um, to Barton Hahn. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, Keyshawn, fumbling, bumbling, stumbling, blah, blah, blah. They're going to get out there and get popped. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and if That's you haven't gonna seen happen. it, it's on, it's on my Twitter. It's like the third or fourth thing on my Twitter from uh, yesterday. It It is absolutely it's, laugh out loud funny. hey guys look Quite sometimes funny. you're a really good football player but you never played baseball in high school and they ask you to throw out a first pitch and you look like you've never thrown a ball in your life and people right. are like how could that guy look so unathletic when he's such a good athlete yeah. um everybody when when you get to the point where these guys were they became specialists uh, one trick ponies if you will i'm surprised because i thought Keyshawn would have been athletic enough to not be crossed over that way George, you bring up the fact uh, it's that happened not- to me. Listen, not like that, but it has <laughs> happened to me. Like my, there are still friends of mine. Now I haven't played like actual basketball since I turned forty, basically. Right. But um, this, so I used to play. I used to set up a game in my old high school gym when I lived in Miami right. for ten years. Every Tuesday night at nine o'clock, we would play from like nine to midnight, full court. Um, and these were competitive games with people from the media. Sometimes athletes would show up. 
um, because they'd want to get a little get in on it a little bit. Um, <laughs> and it got testy a lot of times in there. Um, and that happened to me one time, and there still to this day. There will be a couple of guys that played in that game be like, oh, man, remember that time that Chris Stock crossed you up? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, I do remember that time Chris Stock crossed me up. Thank you. I no, it's, that. that's, that's funny. And by the way, those are the best games, the open runs with just a loose connection of people you actually know that are you know, sort of in this in the competitive but maybe not too competitive. This is why I don't play basketball anymore, though, Sedano. You're exactly right. I get hurt every time I play. Dude, it's dude, embarrassing. Cannot, and I played. I mean, I played now. high school basketball. I just, like, these days I can't move fast enough for it to be worth my time to put that much shock on my joints. Dude, you know what I mean? Which is your not, ankles, not good for business. Your knees, your hips. If so, if I blow out an Achilles playing basketball, I mean, I just screwed myself up for the next six months. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got no time for that at all. Worse than getting um, crossed over and put down on the ground is when you think you're athletic and then you play with a, a guy. Like, I used to play basketball with a guy named O.J. McDuffie. Anybody remember that name? Yeah. Played the Giants. State. Also, also went to played. Penn State, right? Played yeah. the yeah. Giants. Yeah. yeah. This guy the was like, yeah, oh, he was like 5'9". Like like maybe five nine, right? And to be dunked on by somebody <laughs> who's that height. By the way, not that I'm tall, and not that I can jump, and not that I can defend, and not that I can shoot. In fact, not that I can even play basketball. <laughs> but to just be dunked on by a small guy like that, I don't know if that's worse than what Keyshawn had happen to him. Yeah. Well, you mentioned earlier about Clay, and we were talking about injuries and getting hurt. Now, obviously, Clay, nine hundred and forty-one days. Amazing. Okay. It's an incredible well, story. Almost three years, right. okay, of him not playing basketball, not knowing if he'll ever get back to playing. Mm-hmm. And he didn't play until January of this year. Mm-hmm. And I, for him to be the guy to close that out, I I, I was so excited um, to do that interview. And I will also tell the story about how Cappy texted me after the interview um, because I, I worked something in at the end that uh, that I believe he wanted me to work in. So let, let's hear the, the conversation with Clay last night Running in the postgame bits. after the Warriors win. Clay, after a two-year hiatus, you're going back to the NBA Finals for the sixth time. How does it feel? Man, you're going to make me emotional, man. It's, it's just hard to put in the words, man. Like, I dreamt of this day. During some dog days. And to be here, I'm so thankful for our squad, man. They they uh, started the season so incredibly well, allowed us to finish out strong, and we are four wins away from a championship. I just can't believe it. It's a moment I'm going to revel in tonight. But as soon as game six for that series starts tomorrow, it's, it's time to flip the switch. You mentioned those dog days. Everyone knows the number. 941 days where you didn't play basketball. What does that mean now to you? It's, uh, I mean, I can't believe it. This is a dream come true. Um, just unbelievable, man. I can't wait to celebrate my family tonight. I'm so happy for the young guys on this team. Obviously, Steph, Dre, Andre, Luna and I have been here before, but we will not be here if it wasn't for Wiggs, JP, Loon. Uh, I can go down the list. Moses, Juan, D. Lee. Uh, everybody in this organization, man, it's just unbelievable, unbelievable. Eight three-pointers tonight, the fifth time you've done that in the postseason. It's the most in NBA history, man. What an incredible night for you. How how were you feeling out there while that was going down? I felt great. Just get my get rest in your own bed, waking up to the beautiful Bay Area. I felt amazing. I should have had like 10. I left some on the board, but whatever. I mean, I'm just grateful, man. This is unbelievable. 
I know it's not the real, the, the big one, but to get there, wow, it's so exciting. And then lastly, you guys still haven't lost at home. You called me a jinx last time. I'll let that one slide. I'll let that one slide. But you got a couple of days off now, okay? You're going to have home court advantage. What are you doing in those couple of days leading up to that home court advantage? I'm going to go fish tomorrow, get out on the water, get away from electronics, get away from devices, the Internet. And then I'm going to have a nice dinner. The next day I'll probably, we'll probably uh, have a good practice, take Ross to the park, and uh, let's enjoy this time, man. The weather's getting great, and this is just incredible. Awesome. Loved so there it. you go, Cappy. Like, I work. You you text me because you yep. were listening, <laughs> right? And, and I worked in the jinx thing that you wanted dude, me to work in, dude. Hey, listen, I actually was listening to this live on the radio. Many people wind up seeing this on TV. I was listening live on the radio, and when you worked in the jinx, I'm letting you off the hook here, man. You know, you called me a jinx. I'm gonna let it slide. I'm I'm gonna let it slide. I'm like, oh yeah, and that is when I hit you up last night to tell you what an awesome job that was. But I'm gonna say something, George. You know, if if Michael Thompson wasn't our friend and we he wasn't our colleague and peer, and if he were just some guy that I used to listen to on the radio years ago, who I I loved on the radio, but I didn't know him, I would be a huge Clay Thompson fan regardless. Yes, but the of fact course. the fact that we all know Michael, don't we all? Not just the three of us. I mean, everybody listening today, don't we all feel this great connection to Clay through Michael? And isn't that why we're even that much more proud of him than it's just an incredible comeback story because we all feel connected, don't you guys think? A little bit. I mean, my my feelings about Clay, uh, you know, Michael is a guy who he kind of buttresses why Clay is cool and not the other way around, if you know what I mean. It's like once you know how much work a guy like Clay Thompson has done, and I'm not just talking about post-injury, George. Clay Thompson was not some highly recruited dude. You know what I'm saying? He was not yeah. some mega star coming into the league. He's turned into a guy. So when he broke down the way that he did and in the way that it happened injury-wise, then I remember thinking, man, I'm glad he's got a guy like Michael in his corner to support him in terms of everything he's doing. And now you realize what that kind of family ties and that kind of lineage really really allows you to draw upon. Quite cool. I absolutely agree. Yeah. Yeah. Super cool moment. I was just super excited. As he was having that game, you know, and and I didn't realize until – um, I was walking, uh, getting ready to walk onto the court. I saw it on the ESPN Stats and Info thing uh, app that we have, and it said that it was an NBA record. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a pretty cool deal, too. Like, on top cool. of all of that, yeah. to have another eight three-point game, uh, three-pointer game, and it being the most in NBA history is pretty awesome. It, it just was super cool. I was just excited that he was the guy I was going to get to talk to for the reasons that both of you outlined. So. Well, and I'll just say this. One, time, one thing about you know, feeling connected to all of it, feeling connected to Clay through Michael, but feeling connected because you're the guy conducting the interview. And at the end of the evening, when you sent out a tweet that said, I love my job, I actually thought that was really, really, like, cute and heartfelt. Like, I loved it. I thought yeah. it was really awesome. You know, I well, love my job. Well, it was true because yeah. after we were done with that interview, I gave, I, you know, I gave him a little, some five, some dap and a bro hug because it's like, you know, I, I, I've been around him when they've won the championships. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it, to go through what he's gone through, it kind of it hit me. Like, it also hit me. Like, I need to make sure to tell this story for someone who doesn't know anything about what's transpired sure. in his career over the last three years. I need people to know who this person is and what they're doing. And I feel like we did a good job, and he was so 
like excited and grateful and emotional even after we were done that it did. It made me feel like these are the moments that make this job awesome. Yep. So hey, what you, you said was you dapped him up. You said thank you for the time. And then he said, as Scott would say, bring it in. Is yeah, that- bring it in. Bring it in, Georgie. He bring it, it in. He, he didn't say in. bring it in, bring but he was like, thanks, bring bro. I appreciate it. And then uh, we gave a little bro hug, and he kept it moving. I hey, you want to know the best part? I don't know if anybody else was listening besides me, but um, PJ Carlissimo says as soon as George throws it back, he goes, wait a second. Clay's got it all wrong. You don't go fishing until you're done. It's the other guys that should be going fishing, <laughs> That's true, which was right. a great line. Yes, nice. yes. Nice. Um, by the way, uh, Cappy, I have more for you uh, about uh, the Cappy experience while I was in San Francisco. So. <laughs> I love it. CY's hanging out. Cappy and I, we got, uh, we'll be back in two minutes. Now, I'm old enough to remember what kind of insanity ensued after Madonna performed this on the MTV Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Like, I was a kid, but still can remember just the outrage of her looking like she was having sex basically on stage Um, and people going nuts Mm -hmm. back then. Think about how uptight we were as a society back then. Now weed is legal everywhere. Gambling's about to be legal come this November. I mean, the world has changed, George. Although there's still plenty of prudes. Like let's not, let's not act like there's not. No, there are, there are for sure. Some people don't even like people putting topless pictures of themselves on dating sites, but Hey now that's another story. That's Wait a story. minute. <laughs> Topless is different than shirtless as a dude. Is it? Yes. Oh, are you kidding me? Why do you think you're allowed to see a picture of or top or shirtless guys on TV, but you can't see a topless woman on TV? Of I didn't say. I, I, oh, I mean, if you're a dude and you're topless, you're shirtless. You said topless, and I think that that you know. I meant never dudes. Mind. I'm you're, you're, we're talking logistics. I'm messing here. with you, okay. George. Do you want to get brought into this conversation? Yeah, I, I'm curious as to what okay, I missed. Here's, here's what happened. So yesterday we were having uh, this is during Radio Tinder. The question yeah. was, mm-hmm. um, if a guy poses shirtless with a selfie on a dating app, mm-hmm. Lindsay here says that is an immediate red flag, immediate turnoff. So here's a good-looking dude with chesticles. Do you know what chesticles are, George? <laughs> I know, but I saw that in the community, so I assumed it was Clinton's I, I word. said chesticles, yes. yes. And Clinton. by the way, you all spelled it wrong. It's spelled like another word that I didn't want to spell. It's not spelled like pickles, you idiots. Okay. <laughs> Clinton taught us this word yesterday, and so many of us decided we're all stealing it. But, but he gave it to us. He handed it off. You the know? point was, though, George, is that if you're a good-looking guy and your shirt happens to be off and you're not, like, mirror-selfieing, What's the problem? Let's say you're holding, I don't know, a fish you caught that Saturday morning or whatever, working out at Muscle Beach. Who knows what you're doing? By definition, being shirtless is not the problem. The problem is how you're doing it. That's what I was saying. Oh, yeah. What do you think, George? I disagreed. Okay. I disagreed. What do you think, George? Look, I think it's, okay, if you're on a dating site, I could see where, like, you – I can Just see both sides of the coin, is <laughs> not, what I would say. Wait, wait, now that I think. posting it anywhere else, just the dating app. Because remember, you have like six pictures you're specifically curating, and it's a first impression of somebody that you want to be your, your mate. Right. Strictly dating app. You, it, it does feel like you're extra thirsty. Does it? Yes. Yeah. I, I or either you're extra thirsty or you're just a show off. One or the other. Nothing. Yes. A lot of people like that. Right. Well, that's just it. You're like, hey, check it out. Chesticles and abs. Right. Girls come and get it. <laughs> right. But I, I think that that like I think when you get to a certain age. I don't know. I, I think that's an age appropriate thing. Like if you are like under 30. Yeah. Maybe I, I go let for it, it. I let it slide. 
over 30, you know, I don't know. It just feels it, it feels like like you're being either a show off or you're being or you're being thirsty. I'll give you that. I'll give you the age cutoff. Yeah. Well, it's like the NBA. There's the age cutoff before you get into right. the league. Well, people yeah. ran crazy with it because on the community they were like, that means the guy's a cheater, he's this, he's that. And I'm like, Well, I don't uh, know about that. Yeah. That's I'm not too willing much. to connote I'm not like, willing to connote that. You know, you and know? this guy in the community posted a picture of him and his like knees and he was like, Look, I don't have a shirt. Is this bad? I'm like, No, it's all context, right? Right. And this guy's like, nah. It's not. And I'm like, okay. Well, it's not. I don't, I, I agree. I just said, his, I said, I almost replied, but I just said like, over it. I was just like, want to be like, your, your photo is lovely. There's nothing wrong with this picture. It's a magnificent photo. However, I personally would find that a turnoff if that were on a dating app because <laughs> of the fact that you have like six pictures that you're specifically curating. And that's it. That's you, a, you have to go, well, that to is go true. out of your way to post a shirtless picture of yourself on a dating app. Like I, you have to find a shirtless picture to put on there. As I told you, George, the prudes walk amongst us. Okay, so that's <laughs> all, that's time, all I was getting the, at. The guy who yeah. sent the picture yesterday with the little girl, it was a yeah. very lovely picture. The guy who is, who is doing the selfie, he's the guy who's ripped with the abs and he's showing off. It was a whole different kind of picture and vibe yeah. with the one guy with the kid. That's true. Well, well you know? when you guys are swiping on back and forth looking for guy dates on, you know, dating apps, then you can be the judge of that. I'm well, yeah. Good. Yeah, I'm sure. not doing so, that. So, yeah, exactly. To be clear, I won't hold my idea. breath because that's yeah, not happening for I, me. I think all of us are good, yeah. <laughs> not happening. Um, Cappy, I saw your boy Steve Kerr yesterday. Okay, well, tell me. I was, oh, yes. After God, I, was I can't done, wait for this update. After I was done with Clay. Okay, right? gotcha. And I just saw, I saw him. I said, "Hey, Steve, congratulations!" Like, "Hey, man, thanks." I was going to ask, say, "Bring up your name right there," and I said, "This is not the appropriate moment." He's about to hoist the trophy. <laughs> well, it's so funny because yeah. um, I said to myself, "I hope George says something to Steve Kerr," but I don't think he will because it's probably not the most professional thing to like. Well, hey, it, congratulations! It would be you you yeah. just won a championship, right. but hey, you know my radio partner. <laughs> yeah, it just would. It would feel awkward and out right. of place. If it was like pregame and we're in a in a room talking right. about the game and shooting the crap, you know, right. whatever, shooting the bleep, then that's different. But yeah, in that instance, I thought about it for a second just for the awkwardness <laughs> and the funny story. Um, but I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Well, let me tell you something. It. Yesterday, when you called in from the court and you said that you were watching Wiggins warm up. And wiggity, I wiggity, you, wiggity, whack, yes. That, oh, don't do low-hanging fruit, George. I mean, Jesus, yeah. for wow. the love. Reversal. For the love. Turns Dude, the tables. George, yeah. I heard that promo running today. I was driving down the road yes, and I heard that I promo running. Well. Yes. Uh, it actually cracked me up, made me laugh out loud. I'm like, the yes. whole interaction. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God, come on, man. For the love. I actually cracked me up, so turned out to be pretty good. Why didn't you ask Steve Kerr about Cap as soon as you got off, considering you told us you had to leave? To go talk to Steve. No, that was the second time around. Oh, that's right. right. Okay, yeah. I forgot right. the first time hits. around. I had that he didn't. He hadn't brought that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cappy okay. brought that Good up point. after. Fair enough. I had already talked to Steve. Fair enough. Yeah, forgot about it. That. Was I should have taken. I should have brought you into the room. Like just have like <laughs> while I was talking to Steve Kerr. I should have just stayed on. <laughs> the thing is, the funny thing is, when my kids were in high school, Steve yeah. Kerr's kids went to the same high school, and right. so. There was a group of guys that were all like volleyball pals, and Judd Bushler was a part of that crew. Yeah. And there were some older. Well, like, Luke Walton and Richard Jefferson play volleyball in Manhattan Beach all the time. Yeah, and then there were a couple of former pro, like, AVP-type volleyball players. All these so, Arizona guys love volleyball. Yeah. yeah, and so there was a whole community of guys that were either, like, sports media people or former ball players that kids all went to school together and just kind of the location of where we all were, but... You know, Kerr went on back then, George, and I think he went to uh, Phoenix to become the general manager of the Suns uh, in between broadcasting gigs before he became the coach of the Warriors. So 
Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. So next time I see him, I'll, I'll bring it up and I'll I'm gonna make sure text to him. Do... I'm gonna get him to come on the show. I sure. Think. Yeah. Okay. And, and, right. and I'll make sure to 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 bring it up with Harlan too. <laughs> right between <laughs> wait, the eyes. Wait, so, wait, Clinton, Clinton. When I say I'm gonna text Curry and you go, yeah, right. Are you? Is that to say like, no, you're not, or you will, but he won't return your text? I'm gonna say that I'm betting the number you have for him is no longer active. You don't think? Huh? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You might text him. It might not but go. It to may him. not be him responding <laughs> exactly. to you. Excellent point. All right, we're gonna take a break. We got what you. Need need to know we got 30 minutes um it looks like uh, bleep boston uh phase one hasn't worked out so well so hopefully the warriors um I, I mean i don't think i think boston's winning tonight so hopefully the warriors will take care of business for operation uh bleep boston phase two uh in the nba finals but we'll get to that we got what you need to know in between coming up next we're back in two minutes